0: I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation. Kale in the University of
1: Louisiana at Lafayette presents Inside Cajun Nation, sponsored by W. DeBoser, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Uh, hi, hello, and welcome in to Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust, as always, joined
0: by Karaski Melvin. Hi, everyone. Coming up on tonight's show, the Cajun men's basketball team. We'll BE spending a lot of time away from the Cajun dome. <laughs> Plus, on the women's side, Coach Gary Broadhead tells us why he likes coaching this time of year,
1: and it has nothing to do with the holidays. Mm. Uh, little teaser there. All right, but first, the clock is ticking before the Cajun football team will play Houston in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport, December 23rd, and uh, that should be a good one, Karaski.
0: It's the fifth year in a row that Louisiana has played in the postseason. That's a
1: school record, and it's the first ever visit to the Independence Bowl on the field. Much of the game plan is in. Coach Michael Desimo told me this experience isn't just for the players, but for the coaches too. So having things ready before heading up to Shreveport will allow them to handle the off-the-field events better.
0: And as the season wears on, war on rather, we've seen better play from the quarterback position. And Coach Des says Chandler Fields will start, and this game is his to go and win. He's seen growth in many areas for Chandler, which he hopes continues versus Houston in that Independence Bowl.
2: Playing quarterback is so much about being confident that you're going to go out there and you're going to go get it done, and that's where I've seen him make the most growth is just in his confidence. Um, and I think part of that comes with the preparation that it takes to get there. You know, he's he's really he's always prepared, but he's really learned what matters in his preparation and. You know, I think the biggest thing for Chandler is that he goes out there. I mean, the last couple of weeks he went out there, he just played really confident. He threw the ball with confidence. The decisions that he made, you know, he wasn't second guessing himself. You know, he comes to the sideline, the communication on the sideline has come a long way with what he's seen and how he's seen it. So um, I think his confidence is through the roof. And, you know, we've always felt, obviously, you know, the guy won a starting job to start the year out. Uh, he's gotten that confidence that he had in fall camp where he was just out there playing. Um, he's got that back. And I think for a little while there, you know, we had a couple games that were rough early in the year. And, you know, it's natural. Your confidence gets shaken a little bit, and it happens to everyone from time to time. But he's gotten it back. And that's what we He's got to play confident. I mean, he's, the guy's got to go out there, and he's got to go play the game the way it's supposed to be played, go play to win, um, and, you know, go out there and just really play his game and do it his way. And that's, uh, that's what he's done the last couple of weeks is he's played, Played his his brand of ball, and that's what we need him to do. You'd love to get the guy that type of experience to get to play a, a series or two, right? Um, but a lot of that depends on, on how well you know they prepare and, and they're being ready for it. You know, so I, I don't like to go and speak in absolutes where you say, "Yes, we're going to play." You know, that's that's bit me before doing that. Um, so, you know, Chandler is a starter, um, and this is Chandler's game to go play and go win for us. Uh, but Xion does have another game he can play. Um, and I think, you know, the four, speaking of the four games in the red shirt, uh, so I would love to get the opportunity, you know, at Texas state, the plan was to play him a series or two and it worked out that we could, um, and he played really well, uh, and, you know, and, and the whole thing, I think is transparency with the group and, and telling them, you know, I told Chandler before, listen, I, I want to play him a series or two, but it's crunch time. This is, you know, you're you're the guy who's been through the fire. You're the guy to go lead us to to a win here. Um, so you try to be transparent with them and have those conversations. Uh, you know, Zion, him having the ability to play in this game is certainly something that that, that you're happy with as a coach. You know, to know that you have that. Um, and then you know, Zion McDonalds. You know, he's he's prepared really well and he's he's a smart kid that could go out there and go play well if you needed him to. So we feel good about the three that are ready to go. Uh, Chandler's our starter. Um, He's played really well in the last two games that he started. Um, and I expect him to go play well in this one, too. So it's, it's his game to go out there and go play and win. Uh, but I think it's always a good thing, particularly if you can get a young player experience in a bowl game. I mean, that's, you know, that's a, a postseason game that at some point in his career is going to pay off because, you know, he, yeah, he's certainly going to be a really good one. And, uh, you know, we know that. And, um, you know, the more experience you can get him, I think, the better.
0: We're rocking with round ball next on Inside Cajun Nation. After the break, Coach Bob Marlin discusses the upcoming road tests his team will face. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca Cola Bottling.
1: Welcome back to the show. George here, Karaski there, and men's college hoops coming right now as the raging Cajuns are off to a hot start with a 9 AND 1 record.
0: STAND WITH THAT HOT START AND WIN OVER LOUISIANA CHRISTIAN MONDAY, 98-63. IT'S THE LAST HOME GAME FOR THE CAJUNS UNTIL NEXT YEAR. <laughs> THAT'S RIGHT.
1: UL GOES ON THE ROAD FOR THE NEXT THREE AND IT INCLUDES THE NEXT FOUR. THEY PLAYED OBVIOUSLY MCNEESE EARLIER THIS WEEK. TEXAS IS IN LESS THAN A WEEK. AND THEN THE CAJUNS START CONFERENCE PLAY ON THE ROAD AGAINST COASTAL
0: CAROLINA DECEMBER 29TH. IT'S A DIFFICULT STRETCH OF THE SEASON, BUT THE CAJUNS PREPARED FOR TRIPS LIKE THIS DURING THE OFF-SEASON. With the Puerto Rico and Asheville trips, those created team chemistry. Head coach Bob Marlin says it still will be a challenge, but it's a challenge they'll face head on.
2: Six of eight on the road from conference,
3: the Sun Belt didn't do us any favors. Yeah. And there's only two teams that got that honor, and the other one's James Madison. And they've got a really good team, too. So you just got to scratch and claw. And with the travel, with the split travel that we have, everyone has a couple of games where you play at home and then have to go on the road on the weekend. It's going to be a challenge. You know, it's opportunity for us. 27-win team started off on the road and, and got a couple in Arkansas also.
0: Well, meanwhile, Coach Gary Broadhead's women's basketball team, they're going to play just four games on the road in their next 10.
1: All right, well, they are coming off a matchup with Lamar this past Saturday, trying to climb above 500 with regards to their record. The women will next play three at the Cajun Dome, where the Cajuns are 3-1 so far this season.
0: After the final non-conference game versus lsu UL will open conference play with Georgia State, then Coastal Carolina. Head coach Gary Broadhead expects to see improvement in his team over this stretch because he feels he can pay closer attention to them. Because right now, it's all about basketball.
4: I've never really been too much when I was younger in the school scene. I didn't have to worry about classes. I mean, I, I just stayed in the gym at this time of the year, 24-7, whether I was doing uh, AU basketball, Biddy basketball—it's kind of—I mean—that's part that I love about you know basketball and what we're trying to uh, develop players and stuff like that. So really, right now is a great time, you know. And, and looking at our kids this is a time to, of need you know i think this is something that we really need to be able to do is is to try to do some individual workouts and try to get everybody kind of up to par to what we're trying to accomplish here so and then with Sherry kind of being out like that i think it you know it kind of it, it actually gives an opportunity for someone else but we, you know we really need her to feel more comfortable in what we're doing and her and D Rice and I, I, you know the health. it's kind of be you know in the 11 years i've been in it's always been about our health you know, that we've always had somebody missing or whatever. And so hopefully we can get everybody back. Now, the numbers are there. I think the experience is what we're kind of lacking. So we tried to cover that uh, in our pre-conference games and stuff. And the next two we'll see, you know. But it looks like it's one of those years where you play seven or eight kids and you just kind of go with, with the experience that's here.
1: All right. Golf is next on Inside Cajun Nation as I chat with Theo Sliman, the head golf coach. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. I'm George Faust, alongside the UL Headman's Golf Coach, Theo Sliman. Theo, thanks so much for your time again. As
3: always, really enjoy chatting with you. Well, George, thanks, uh, thanks for the support. Always look forward to coming on Cajun Nation, and uh, particularly love to come brag on the boys. So thank, <laughs> Thanks for having us. That's
1: right. So, look, the, the season is wrapped up for the fall. Uh, the next time we'll see you will be, what, in uh, February?
3: Valentine's Day will be our next competition. So yeah, yeah, a little sorry. bit of a break.
1: So, you got, you got the holidays to kind of recoup, uh, maybe go practice a little on yeah. uh, whatever you need. But uh, you guys wrapped up a phenomenal fall season. Uh, I think, uh, kind of, uh, it, are you impressed with how, how, it, how it ended? And, and obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more about Hawaii because uh, that's where you just finished up. But uh, just in,
3: in general, the, the fall season went how? Yeah, the fall season had, had some hiccups in it. Uh, mm-hmm. We started off pretty slow. Um, we had a, a fifth-year senior, Hudson Dubinsky, was sidelined uh, the week before the season started with a, a hand injury. So that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, but he handled it with such positive attitude and really maturity, which uh, we'll get to at the end. How he, mm-hmm. start, he helped us tremendously in our final event. But, uh, yeah, so we, we kind of just... COULDN'T GET ANYTHING GOING, HAD ONE GOOD ROUND OF TOURNAMENT, NOTHING, JUST OUR, our FINAL ROUNDS WERE PRETTY POOR, PLAYING SOME KIND OF MEDIOCRE GOLF AND, and THE RANKING KIND OF a, SHOWED IT. AND THEN uh, WE GOT HUDSON HEALTHY AND PUT HIM IN THE LINEUP FOR THE FINAL EVENT IN, 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 in MAUI AND, um, and the, HE REALLY SPARKED US. HE CAME OUT, uh, THE TEAM PLAYED KIND OF POORLY THAT FIRST ROUND um, AS A COLLECTIVE GROUP, BUT HUDSON Fired in the five, being the five bag shot sixty eight and you could see it you know that after the round you could see his teammates just like he 's back, wow, and you could see some confidence build in the other, the other guys, and then um, yeah then, then we were kind of off to setting some records, which was pretty cool to be a part of.
1: Um, and, and let's talk a little bit about that because that—that was the trip that I didn't get invited to. Um, but <laughs> Jessica Leger took your spot. Oh
3: man, oh, no, I, I guess man. Dr. Leje do took I, your I, spot.
1: I guess she's, what she's like an associate athletic she's, director. Yeah, she's, she's, she's got a little rung up on me there. Uh, I get she's, it.
3: She's our sport administrator, there you and go. she's really awesome <laughs> for our program. <laughs> yeah, I no, right. So, so uh,
1: I was just kidding, by the way. Don't don't jest. Th- at least you think I uh, actually. Was thinking I was going on that trip. Uh, I was not. Um, but but talk about that. So you get to go to Hawaii and, and uh, quite the experience. And uh, just from from the start to the finish. I mean, it, it turned out to be one of your more productive trips in the fall. Yes, it was.
3: It was um, like I said. We started off slow at Turning Stone, and then here in Squire Creek we finished middle of the pack, 10 out of 20, and then uh, then Gatston came around, and, and and the team had to lead. Um, going into the final round and kind of got slapped with the wet towel, but we finished third there. Then all of a sudden, a- after that tournament, you could see the guys say, hmm, we belong here. Mm-hmm. And, and then they followed up Tempest with a, with a fourth-place finish, and then, then we did. We're very lucky to go to, to Hawaii. We have uh, the support there of the administration. They realize and recognize that it's a, it's a big event, a big trip. It's a, it's a big recruiting tool. Helps us tremendously on the recruiting trail. And, uh, and it doesn't count towards your competition days, although it counts towards your rankings, which is a huge plus as well. Um, and so we went out to Maui. It was a new tournament. We, we've been to Hawaii before, but we never played in this one. And, and, and called this coach there and kind of begged and pleaded for our fifth-year seniors to, to, to be able to experience a third island. They're pretty lucky. You know, yeah. Charlie Flynn and Hudson have been on three different islands competing for the Raging Cajuns, and Coach huh. Simpson, who by the way is going to come to the Louisiana Classics oh, cool. next year, not this spring, but next, which is really neat. Uh, but the boys, the boys did. Hudson sparked us with a 68 that first round, and I, I can't remember exactly where we stood in the field. I think we were around 12th, and then had a, had a, had a much better performance the next day, um, shooting five under, following that, that eight-over uh, performance of that, of that first five-over performance. Of that first round. And then, and then just off to the races, the final round. It was pretty special. Eli Ortego had a, a bogey-free 63 school record, nice. um, lowest, lowest round shot in program history. And that's, that's something to be said, you know, when you mm-hmm. have the likes of just seeing inducting Mike Heinen into the Hall of Fame, right. Craig Perks, Greg Saunier, uh some pretty, some pretty strong players have come through this program. And he has his name on, on top. And, and it's pretty, pretty special for him, pretty special for the team. And, very special for the coach, um, but it was a collective group as well where we saw you know Charlie Flynn shoot sixty five that same final round, and Jake marler shot 69 in that final round and we went on to shoot seventeen under, uh, which was a, a program program individual record uh, along with 8 830 54 hole stroke uh, program record as well. So oh, wow. three records wow. in one tournament
1: <laughs> makes that makes that 8-hour flight
3: uh worth it. Pretty out. fun coming home.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and so so you get a chance to to kind of experience that Eli just seems to be playing at a high level, right? I mean, he's always been special. Mm-hmm. We we kind of see that, and you've talked about it, and I, I've seen it. I mean, got to see him in high school, mm-hmm. uh, luckily enough, and and then and then obviously with you guys. But does he have? Like you mentioned, some of those stellar names of of Cajun lore. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you? Is 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 that? Fair comparison? I mean, does, does he look like he could possibly uh, make a career out of that?
3: No, uh, to answer that question, yes. <laughs> uh, very simple put, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, he, he checks all the boxes. Um, he's a very mature young man, very talented. Uh, I think most importantly, though, he, he wants to learn. Mm. He wants to learn and he wants to compete. And when you, when you have that little recipe, and you're willing to learn and you're willing to try things and you're willing to do things differently and, and experiment in, in, the, in the hopes to get better. Uh, and you have the drive to compete. That's a pretty nice little recipe. Um, and, and and it's nice to see, you know, his teammates see that. And, and, and he bring he pulls, pull, he feeds off of them as well. Um, but yes, to, I guess long-windedly to answer your question, I do believe that Eli, Eli can definitely um, he better make a make a run at the next level. Gotcha. Uh, I'll kick him in his butt if he does.
1: It. <laughs> well, yeah. Sure enough, he's 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 doing a great job, and just watching, I, I mean, I haven't seen him play a lot of golf, but uh, I've had a chance to kind of follow the, the scores, and I saw him in high school, I, mm-hmm. I, I've seen him a couple of times for when you guys play uh, here at the Louisiana Classics and things of that nature, so, uh, yeah, definitely uh, a, a guy to keep your eye on, right, mm-hmm. take your pictures with him now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, uh, but, you know, some, not, and speaking of it as, as a collective group as well, um, something I've never experienced in 15 years of coaching that final round, or not that final round, that, that final tournament in the fall, mm-hmm. all five of our players shot in the 60s. Yeah. You know, so when you can, you, you, typically you see a college team, the one, the two, the three guy might shoot in the 60s, and sure. then you got your four or five guy kind of hovering around par, maybe 75 or so. Sure. We had all five. I mean, Milan, nice the surprise. freshman, shot 67 in the second round. Just to reference Jake shooting 69, Charlie shooting 65, Hudson shooting 68, Eli shooting 63. That in itself uh, is an exciting um, to have in the in the in the bank. Yeah, that's, sure. It's an exciting thing to have in the bank as a team to know when you tee it up that all four of your teammates could potentially produce today, that frees you up. Yeah. And um, it's
1: exciting. Yeah, good stuff from Theo Sliman. He's the head golf coach for the Raging Cajuns. We're gonna talk more with him in just a moment when we come back in ninety seconds here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away, we're back. Well, welcome back to the show, inside Cajun Nation. George Faust, Theo Sliman. There, thanks so much for staying up with us and enjoying uh, just a little bit of talk of raging Cajun golf, which quite impressive. They just returned uh, a couple weeks back uh, from Hawaii, their final tournament of the fall. So you, now you turn the page, you kind of take a break, and and golf is one of these games where you you don't really take a break, mm-hmm. right? Because you have to stay sharp. So. The off season doesn't necessarily mean off it just means you're not competing in a tournament That's,
3: you, you want to come to the next team meeting i would love to i would love to, <laughs> I would love to yeah. Yeah, that'd be great okay. i'd love to just play around with it, you guys Let but you're fun. absolutely correct yeah. because uh you know we we got back from our event and yes we had we had had a nice event nice end of the fall um and that event mind you we were we were eight oh. under through the first 12 holes and shot even par that first round so we fumbled mm. And wound up, wound up shooting, uh, shooting 22 under par, and finishing fourth. But sat the team down and talked about the off season. And I said, guys, I'm proud of you. We're excited. Let's celebrate this this this, this shot in the arm. But I said, guys, my biggest concern is that. Y'all are okay and content and think we really accomplished something really big and and kinda get lazy over the off season. Mm. I wanna go find why we why we fumbled the, the the eight under par in that first round and had we not, we'd finish second. So my point is you hope, and, you, and, 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 a, and a good end to the fall. True, good teams take that as a momentum builder and work harder. And I think this team is made up of some true winners. Yeah. And I think they're going to, they're going to, it's really going to push them into the fall, into the spring with a good off season. It's very much like football, where. You know, you, you want that bowl game
1: because you get those 15 extra practices mm-hmm. that nobody else gets. Well, not everybody gets. Right. And uh, kind of that same mentality has to be, uh, I guess, transferred over and like, hey, we finished. But look, we've got a whole spring season. And, and that's, that's when, the, you know, you're, you're going to play in the summer. You, your goal is to get to the
3: NCAAs, right? Yes. I mean, that's what you want.
1: So to do that, you have to continue. You've got to show up
3: prepared. Continue to build. And, and luckily, you know, we, we referenced Eli. I know Eli is going to go out to, to Arizona over the break mm-hmm. and, and spend some time with Ping. Um, Charlie mm-hmm. is going to do, he's going to spend some time with a guy by the name of Mike Shannon out at, at TPC Sawgrass mm-hmm. and, and play in a couple tournaments over the break as well. Um, I know Hudson mentioned that he's going to probably stay down in Lafayette pretty much throughout the break for weather purposes, not go back to Missouri in mm-hmm. the cold. So I can see in all their eyes um, that that they're they're gonna they're gonna work over the over the break. In,
1: in my limited limited capacity as a coach, I've coached a few things. I, it, it, what happens when, when guys get older? You know, it's kind of like okay, uh, now the team is yours. Mm-hmm. You got, you guys have to take over the team yeah. because I'm not the one competing. I'm I'm guiding you. I'm the manager. But I'm, am I'm. I'm uh, you guys have to own the team, absolutely. Basically, and I, I assume that's what you, what you're seeing from these guys. No, it, we are,
3: and it's such a reward. You know, um, you know the the disappointment. I guess in coaching is when, when kids come in and like you had high expectations for them, and and maybe they just for whatever reason they're slow to the game, mm. whether that's expectations on the golf course or off the golf course, and then. What 's more of a reward is when they exceed your expectations, and I, we're seeing that with Hudson and Charlie the, the, in a small nutshell they they're they're men Charlie just had a twenty third birthday yesterday. Hmm. Um, Hudson and Charlie have grown into men, hmm. and, and you can see it as 5th year seniors they're they're ready to leave they want to leave something special here nice and and, and that you 're right as, as a coach that 's what you want. Yeah. you want you want you want your seniors leading your locker room
1: exactly and and so the, the seniors will have one last chance to experience the Louisiana Classics, one of the coolest tournaments, I think, uh, around, because you get, you get a lot of different guys that come through, uh, teams that come through, and, and a lot of great opponents and mm-hmm. uh, competition that comes to Lafayette for that event. Uh, that's part of the spring season. What else? Uh, obviously, that's your highlight, I guess, because that's your one yeah, chance to host. Yeah, that's our home event. Host. Yeah. But
3: we, we actually got kind of not caught, but we, were, we, we agreed to co-host an event, and then they had a coaching change with the school that we were co-hosting. So they opted out of hosting. So it got thrown on,
0: <laughs> thrown on us to do the hosting duties,
3: which we're fine with. We can handle it. But it's at, at Lake, Lake Las Vegas. So uh, that will be a fun, fun trip and, and, and a big, big field, a lot of teams. But, yes, the classics. You know, this year we have uh, uh, the U.S. Amateur Champion, Sam Bennett. Oh, cool. So you're going to see a guy. He, he's like fifth in the country competing for his you know, PGA Tour Q school uh, uh, here in college. They offer to the top top collegiate players, they get, they get a PGA Tour card. Uh, so he, he, he won the tournament last year shooting 66, 66, 66. I picked on him. I said, man, I'd have shot 67 just not to have three sixes in a row. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, a neat thing we're going to do this year, George, and you've been around the Louisiana Classics yes. forever with us. It's going to be televised as all as it always is on ESPN Plus, but we're going to we're going to flip the nines on the final round. Hmm. So that's going to have the leaders tee off of ten. Oh wow! So can you imagine finishing on seven, eight? Most importantly, finishing no. on hole nine no. yeah. with a one shot lead. Ooh, How hard yeah. is that hole going to be? The water up there at the front. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> good friend of the program and friend of mine, Brian Saunier, uh, the physical therapist who was our quarterback for. Uh, for us back in the in the 90s, he has a he's pretty passionate about. It. He wants to see a big he wants to see a big gallery uh, around that ninth green. So I'm I'm looking to the camera saying we need to get you <laughs> guys there you out go, there. Uh, but we're going to put some bleachers up. Oh, that's cool. Uh, maybe get maybe get some food and drink of choice. Hey, look, you guys got
1: to carry the flag because you know Louisiana oh, uh, uh, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Open, Open. That's a good kinda, point. Kind of kind of
3: uh, had had a, an adjustment there. So yeah, and the idea is to make number nine at 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 uh Oakbourne, yeah. make it the waste management, you know Yeah, yeah, yeah the the, the yeah. yeah, make it the waste management Theme. Yeah. You're you know, get right. some students out there. Get rowdy. A good shot is hit, clap. A bad yeah. shot's hit, yeah. boo. Yeah. That. I mean, that would be fun. You
1: know? Well, you got to be careful too, because it's always a, a fine line when they're students. You still so yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> Don't want to boo them too bad, but I, it's all good though. Yes. Yeah. I get it. Create the atmosphere yeah. and make it make it fun uh, for for everybody involved. Coach, thanks so much for the time. It always seems to fly by when you when you come chat with us, but that's a good
3: thing. Yes. Thank you, George. I really appreciate Appreciate all you do for our program. Uh, appreciate the support, and looking forward to uh, come and speak again in the spring with some more good news.
1: Excellent. Sounds like a plan. Hopefully the, the Cajuns will be competing for that Sun Belt championship, get into the NCAA's, Absolutely. and we'll will be uh, following you around there. That'd be <laughs> that'd be fun, right? Sign me up. <laughs> there you go, Coach Theo Slaven. He's uh, the Raging Cajuns golf coach, and I am George Faust. And you have been watching Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.